Football Friday, QP Nation. It's your boy, Vince, QP Sports Exchange, back on the air, but back on the air a little bit differently. Um, I've been kind of hinting it on the social media platforms that we were moving, and we have. So, QP Sports Exchange is now brought to you by Question Point Pod Network. Why is this important? This is super important because of the fact that it's all going to be inclusive. We're trying to build a community here. It's official. This is my dream. I wanted a place where we could build a community, a place that we could spotlight prep athletes and their uh, tremendous talents, but also their stories, who they are as a person. I also wanted to show my geeky side a cool place to talk about uh, upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, endeavors, a place that we can talk about our favorite TV shows, music, tech stuff. I just wanted one place that we can get all that because I've told you in the past that I do another podcast that we're going to um, we're going to pod tonight and drop tomorrow question point pod with my wife Belinda who I love shouts out to you baby without this without you none of this is possible we so grateful to God that it's all come to fruition now this is all for one reason because of the fact that we wanted the social media to be in one area for you you still gonna get all the heat you still gonna get all the heat from from QP Sports Exchange. It's still coming rugged, rough, and raw. We still going to come from the perspective of a fan, but maybe with a little more insight. We're going to give you trades. We're going to give you free agent scenarios. All of that is still happening. We're just bringing it under one umbrella. You don't have to go to 15 different IG pages anymore. There's no question point pod or question point, underscore pod, underscore events. It's just going to be question point pod network for the IG, for the Twitter, and for the Facebook page. Yes, we have a Facebook page. Um, It's rocking and rolling. So go to Facebook page question point pod network, and you're going to have updates and stuff on there. Right now, I got a social media marketer on the staff. Yeah, your boy's doing it real, real big. Shouts out to Eltiana. That's my social media marketer. Giving her shouts out right now. She's doing great work for me. So, um, you know, I'm I'm so blessed to have people in my life working. Um, The website, I have a web developer. He's doing things on the... um, on the uh on the website so that's at question point pod network.com you can get us there the great thing about that is all the pods are up every last one of them all of them are archived this pod that i'm doing right now will be on there as well so you can go to one area and get everything you can get the pod you can get the twitter you can get the instagram you'll be able to get the facebook You'll be able to get the blogs. 
Yo, there's like four or five articles up there right now. Football, college football, basketball, and more is coming. This is also a place where I wanted to um, get people on board who have the same passions or maybe even different passions um, to write on the blog and also come and podcast. So in the future, you're going to see like four or five different podcasts on this network, guaranteed. I told you, Kevin Smith. I told you, Bill Simmons for The Ringer. Smako and Ringer are not safe anymore. There is a new podcast network. And that podcast network is Question Point Pod Network. And we are coming. We're going to bring heat, passion, and this community is going to continue to build. So, shouts out to my web developer. Shouts out to my social media marketer. Shouts out to the listeners. Shouts out to Albania. Shouts out to Pakistan. Shouts out to Russia, Japan, France, the United Kingdom, India. Much love for India. Y'all download on the regular. So, my listeners in India, thank you. Thank you so much. My listeners in Canada, thank you. My listeners in Brazil, thank you. And then, shouts out to the United States of America. We going through it right now. But this community continues to build. And we continue to show love who give love. So, Shouts out to everybody who's listening. And like I said, it's one area now. So QP Sports Exchange continues. It's just under the Question Point Pod Network moniker. So QP Sports Exchange, still every Monday, every Friday, B-Ball Monday, Football Friday, but under one umbrella. I'm so excited I'm so happy that it's here. I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled by all of this. So I hope that now that we can continue to build as a community and continue to bring to light some of the prep athletes that we want to talk about. Who who are you excited about? Who you want to put on? Yo, we have the full range for you. And it doesn't stop here. There will be a YouTube page before it's all over with. Guaranteed. I don't know the the complete machinations of it yet, but understand that that is going to happen. Will it happen in 2021? I do not know. Only God knows for me because that's who guides my life. So, but that's something that's coming. So, we're all over the place and what we're trying to do is bring it all into one section. So I hope everybody checks out the Instagram, the Facebook, and the Twitter. Um, right now, so you know, I'm allowing the social media marketer kind of handle the Twitter and the Facebook and stuff. So she's promoting it. She's getting people, more people to our community so we can build. But here's the other thing. If you want to get in contact with me, all you have to do now is go to questionpointpodnetwork.com 
and you'll see everything there. You want to send a shout out to somebody? You got that. I got shout outs for everybody. You want to come on and say, hey, Vince, my kid having a birthday. Can you give him a shout out? You got that. This is what this community is all about. If you have a prep athlete in the state of Ohio, Pennsylvania, Iowa, Nebraska, New Mexico, Utah, Wyoming, South Carolina, North Carolina. I see you, North Carolina. You know what? You know the love I got for you. I got something real big coming in about three weeks. Hoop State, y'all going to be real, real, real sick with this one. Okay? Virginia. You know my people in Boston? What up, Massachusetts? Mass holes for life, right? That's what we're talking about. So, inclusivity podcast, community, let's highlight these athletes. Let's highlight these prep athletes to the fullest. Let's get them on wax. Let's build a stronger community. Let's go. Because I'm ready now. This is time. This is what it was all about from the beginning. We want to put video blogs up on prep athletes as they go through the recruiting process and things of that nature. We're working on that. That is something that's coming. Can you be involved? Absolutely. Just hit me up. Go to questionpointpodnetwork.com. Everything's there. Pods are there. Blogs are there. And my information is there. You can just get a hold of me. No problem whatsoever. You can email me. That's on the network. That's on the website as well. So everything is through questionpointpodnetwork.com. And the Twitter, IG, and Facebook will also go through there. It will just be questionpointpodnetwork.com. But as far as QP Nation is concerned, and that good news that God brought us and brought our community, now you know what it's time for. It's time for Football Friday. It's time to get after it. So, without further ado, is we going to get into the pod. Football Friday. Let's go. We're going to get you with some news and notes. And then we're going to hit you with some winners and go from there. Houston, Texas. What's up? The Texans are in the news again for two reasons. One, they hired a GM. Nick Cesaro from uh, the New England Patriots. Has signed a six-year deal to be the GM for the Houston Texans. That is a good hire. Do not let that dude draft wide receivers, though. Because he was part of the process in New England when it came to that. Everything else, that dude can draft. So, I think that's a good good pickup for the Texans. There's only one problem, though. Nobody uh, let Deshaun Watson know that uh, he had a new GM and there was a new regime in town. So the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans said he found out about the 
hire of their GM through social media. That might not be too good. This guy ran for his life this past year. There was no offensive line to speak of. I am just happy that he got out relatively healthy and can continue his career. But Deshaun Watson was like, hey, you didn't let me know about DeAndre Hopkins getting traded. You know, I wasn't in on that. Now I'm not in on where this new person is going to take us for like the next five to six years. And I'm the franchise quarterback. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, I'm going to want to trade now. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson wants out. I don't know if I blame Deshaun Watson at all. You know, it's different from the Harden situation. See B-Ball Monday for my hoop heads out there and for my football people that love basketball, B-Ball Mondays. I made this situation and it just so happens they both reside in Houston, Texas, right? Harden went to ownership to get a trade and trade out Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. Okay, he had direct. So now, reverse, the Houston Texans do not involve Deshaun Watson in the trading of DeAndre Hopkins, who was his number one wide receiver. And we saw how Deshaun suffered this year without a real number one. And we saw how Kyler Murray thrived with that number one. In his back pocket. So then. You know. Bill O'Brien gets fired. Which is good. Right. We're happy about that. Houston. Houston. Right. Okay. So. Now. We're thinking. Okay. We'll get to the off season. We'll regroup. We'll put our situations together. And now. There's this. So. Deshaun Watson is not happy. In Houston. Houston fans, hit me up. Let me know. Go to the website, questionpointpodnetwork.com. Get on the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page and let me know what your thoughts are about that. I'm going to tell you right now, my thoughts are, yo, Deshaun Watson wants out. And that's not good because that dude is a franchise quarterback. Houston, yo, y'all need to get involved. Start rallying around that dude. Start, maybe you are a waiter in a high-scale restaurant in Houston and the owner of the Texans comes in. Maybe you shoot a DM to Deshaun to let him know where the owner of the Texans is dining so he can kind of drop in on him and say, hey, we need to talk. By the way, Deshaun Watson has reached out to the franchise. They are ghosting him right now. Um, Not a very good situation in Houston. So I hope that that situation gets rectified. But Deshaun Watson is not happy right now. And Nick Cesaro is going to have some, some uh, bridge building to do. When it comes to his franchise quarterback and his vision 
for his franchise quarterback when he gets in town and starts working. In other news, Michigan uh, extended the contract of coach Jim Harbaugh for another five years, which then got the response of that school in Columbus. I see you see bus working. C-Bus is all over it. They like that on the social media, on the Twitter, right? So Michigan puts out a press release that they have, you know, retained the services of Jim Harbaugh. He'll be their coach for, you know, five more years on top of what he already is there for. And, you know, they're saying, you know, Went to school at Michigan, giving all the accolades, and CBUS, the Ohio State University, says, yeah, we approve that message as well. We like beating Harbaugh. We like beating Michigan a lot, so him being there is good for us. Wolverine fan, Michigan, what what y'all got to say about this? I know you have to have something to say. Hit me up on IG. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Let me know. Question Point Pod Network on all three. And we'll talk about it. I'm telling you right now. I'm I'm good with the Hogball extension. I am. He's a Michigan guy. I'm not saying that there aren't challenges for him. He needs to find a way to get more athletic. On the perimeter. Okay. He needs to get more athletic on the perimeter. He needs to recruit that way. He needs to look at whatever the blueprint is for Ohio State. And follow that. You know what? Here's the thing. Shaw and Stanford is finding out as well. Okay. That three yards in the cloud of dust stuff. I mean. Listen. You got to sling it. A little bit too. I'm not saying give up on the run. I'm not saying pass the ball 55 times and all that. No. What I'm saying is. Is that your offense. Has to have difference makers. At all the skill positions. Now I'm not saying that you. You. uh, Don't recruit heavily. The offensive defensive lines. I think your team is built that way. But you got to start hitting. On some of these top guys. They can't all go to Ohio State. They can't all go to Penn State. Hell, some of your guys are getting leaking out to Florida and and, uh, and Clemson and Alabama. You got to start keeping those dudes in-house, and you got to raid some, some states. You better go down to Texas. You better start getting some good relationships in Florida. I know Jim was real... Um, he was very industrious early when it came to recruiting, and he probably needs to get back to that a little bit. You know, Jim, you need to be you. Like you said, you got to attack every day with reckless abandon. Jim Hargwalk, I'm talking to you. Get your stuff together and get it going for the University of Michigan, the maze and blue. All right, Devontae Smith. Is your Heisman winner? Let me tell you something. That dude was special in every way this year. 
He's only the fourth wide receiver to ever win the Heisman. Shout out to Devontae Smith. Love that kid. He looks great. And I love that he stepped up in such a major way when Waddle went down. You know, in Alabama, it is next man up. You know what I'm saying? It is, yo, one falls, oh, don't trip. We got another one. And we got another one behind him. So, there's an article on questionpointpodnetwork.com about Nick Saban and his recruiting and how hard he works. And you guys should check it out. It's awesome. Uh, I wrote that. Again, Renaissance Man. I write for the for the network as well. But Devonte wins the Heisman, which is awesome. Then, not only does he win the Heisman, he wins the best wide receiver in college football, no doubt. He also won college player of the year. So this dude just killed it in award season. We'll get to the national championship game in one moment. I'm not burying that situation. Going to put it towards a little, little further down because I want to give it a little time to room to breathe. You know what I can't wait for, though? I can't wait for the Heisman commercials, right? Nissan, the Heisman house. I can't wait till Tebow is telling Devontae Smith what to do in the Heisman house. Barry Sanders and Charles Woodson just looking at that kid, being salty. Can't wait till Kyler Murray is anticipating what Devontae Smith is going to say. Welcome to the Heisman house, Devontae Smith. Congratulations on winning the Heisman, man. By the way, Alabama, kudos to you and your season. Kudos to you and just doing it super big and just destroying the Golden Domers and getting to the college football championship game again. Nick Saban, shouts out to you as well. Shouts out to the Aflac guy. Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban doesn't show any uh, personality whatsoever during press conferences, but super awesome in set commercials for Aflac. Hit me up on Twitter and tell me what you think his Heisman uh, commercial should look like when he gets into Heisman House. So that Twitter again is at Question Point Pod Network. Okay. So, hit me up on there. I want to hear what you guys' thoughts. Bama fan, Roll Tide, SEC Nation. Tell me what you think about your boy winning the Heisman and what his commercial should look like. Now, on to the coaching carousel in the NFL. All right. So, Eric Bieniemy, who we spotlighted on this podcast a long time ago. Coach T and myself put it on wax that we think Eric Bieniemy should be a head coach really early in the season. Go back through the archives and get you some of that. But my man has already uh, met with the Jets and the Jags and the Chargers. And he spoke with Atlanta, ATL. You guys need a new coach. That would look good for you. Detroit. Yeah, 
Detroit is also looking for a coach. Eric Bieniemy, do not create a burner account when you get to Detroit. That's what we have to say about that. ATL, that's a that would be a good hire for you as well. Somebody who can come in and kind of fix your offense. You have tools there. Maybe you will rearrange some of the uh, furniture, but you got some of the tools there to be a dynamic offense. You might be maybe a couple offensive linemen and a skill player away. So that would be a good hire. I mean, he's a good hire for everybody. That was a whole thing when Coach T and myself talked about it earlier in the season. I don't know why this man is not getting much buzz. By the way, Urban Meyer wants $12 million to coach from the Jags, okay? He wants $12 million to coach the cleanest quarterback prospect to come out since Andrew Luck. Yo, Duval County. Yo, Jags. Let me help you out. This is a PSA for Jacksonville and Duval County. Save yourself a boatload of cash. Look elsewhere. Okay? So, I understand that he is a legend in that area because he coached Florida. I get all that. I understand that he builds programs and makes them very, very successful. I just don't know about $12 million to Irvin Meyer. Keep in mind. What goes along with Irvin Meyer, right? He left Utah. He left Florida. How did those programs look after he left? What were some of the swirling things that were going on at the University of Florida when Irvin Meyer left? You remember, there have been some cats that came out of Florida. Aaron Hernandez, you know, accusations everywhere. Then he goes to the Ohio State. Keep in mind, there was stuff going on there. There were violations there. And then he had a spousal abuse cover-up on his staff. I mean, I don't know. Jacksonville, Jaguar fans, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me what I don't see in Urban Meyer that you guys see, that you're going to go ahead and pay him $12 million. You're going to tell me you can't find a coach for about 7-8 and do the exact same thing without some of the black, you know, with the um, the black and blue marks on them? There's some warts on Urban Meyer. There's a reason why he left football for a second. He needed to get away. He needed to distance himself from the stigma of the spousal abuse case and some of the other things that were going on at Ohio State. All right? So, Jayville, hit me up. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know who you think your next uh, coach should be and what direction you should take that number one pick. Is it Trevor Lawrence? There's no question. Is it, are you, do you want to go another way? You know what I'm saying? I know you guys are in love with Kyle Trice down there. Do you, Use the first round pick 
for something else? Do you trade down? How far away are you? So Jacksonville has a lot to figure out, but they do have the number one pick. And a lot of uh, scouts and execs are saying that's the cleanest, like, new regime change because you really have a blank canvas. So it's very inviting to coaches and GMs who want to uh, go down there and change that program all the way around. So Jacksonville, looks like your stock is on the rise. Looks like Garden Minshew era is over. You're going to have a new quarterback, and it's going to probably be Trevor Lawrence. We'll see what goes on with that. Okay, it's time for that part in the podcast that we talk about some winners and we get into these games that are coming up this weekend. We got a super, super slate of games for you in the NFL and then we got that college football championship game on Monday. Everybody's pumped up for it. Roll Tide, Buckeye Nation. I know y'all out there. I know y'all feeling it. I know y'all ready to go. So without further ado, we're going to talk about some winners and maybe some losers. All right. First and foremost, Bama. Bama Nation and all betters out there. Did your boy call that Alabama Notre Dame game or not? Did I say it was going to be 17 points or not? I had it 33-16, it ended up 31-14, but I hit the number and I told you what was what. I didn't think Bama would cover. I didn't think that Notre Dame would just roll over and just get completely destroyed, but I thought that Bama would be in complete control of this game, and it did happen so I am there on that one before we get into these picks. And if I'm right about that, I was obviously wrong about the Clemson-Ohio State game. Listen, I don't care if we have changed up and we're brought to you by questionpointpodnetwork.com, okay? It's still QP Sports Exchange, and we don't hide. And we don't flinch. Listen, I said Clemson would win. They didn't. But there was one thing I did mention in that pod. So go back. Go to the archive. Remember, listen. I said that Justin Fields had an opportunity to regain his draft status as QB number two coming off the board. I said this game would be his spotlight game to show the scouts he was the right choice as being considered the number two quarterback coming off the board. And did he show up? He showed up in spades. He did what he had to do. He got super 
in his bag. Six touchdowns accounted for. That kid was all of that in a bag of chips. So you know what Justin Field is going to get because you know how we do it on QQ Sports Exchange. We bring it to you real big, and this is what Justin gets. Shout out to you, Justin Fields, for doing it super big on one of the grandest stage. You showed up, showed out, and did your thing. And now you should be, rest assured, the second quarterback coming off the board in the spring draft in the NFL. So we were wrong about that. So we move on to the next picks and how we're going to be doing it. So, let me turn the page real quick. Y'all can hear what's going on. All right. So, let's get into these games. All right. We're going to do it in order, okay? So, we're going to talk about the games in order. So, it's Saturday through Monday. All right? So, don't get mad if you don't hear your team right off the bat. We're doing it in order. All right? Calm down. Woosah. All right. Let's go. All right, Colts and the Bills. Okay, the Bills are favored by six and a half, and the over-under is 51 points. Let's give the Colts credit. They found a way to get into the playoffs. Colts fans, let me introduce you to Playoff Phillip. Playoff Phillip. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, Charger fans, you want to um, DM Colt fan and let him know or let her know what they have in store for them come playoff time with playoff Philip Cole fan talk to Charger fan he will tell you she will tell you what playoff Philip looks like playoff Philip has the ability to get you down early with errant passes and turnovers then what happens is is that He'll have a furious run and get you back in the game and show you hope only to do something not real smart with the football late and you end up losing. So Colt fan, you have been introduced to playoff Phillip, Phillip Rivers. Good luck with that. Now, as far as the pick is concerned, I think you kind of know where I'm going with it, but there's a caveat. One, I love the under. It's cold in Buffalo. Playoff Phillip. The Dome in Indy keeps you nice and toasty. You don't have to worry about 30-degree weather. But here's the thing. It's also Josh Allen's first playoff game, Okay. Josh Allen had a great year. Bills Mafia, I know you out there. I know you are. Oh, you are so in right now. There are tables being destroyed in Josh Allen's honor right now. There are chicken wings being consumed. And people are cheering Josh Allen. Right now, they're clinking chicken wings together in Buffalo. Bills Mafia, I know how y'all get after it. Y'all get after it in a safe way. 
but I want y'all, I want on Instagram and I want on Twitter, I want some of the Bills Mafia festivities for this playoff game. I know you guys are geeked and hyped and ready to go. So here's the prediction. I believe that the Bills will win. They'll get that dub. I don't know if they'll cover. This is how I have the game. Bills 24, Colts 20. Both those defenses show up. Both of them. I believe that playoff Phillip will rear his ugly head. And you'll fall just short. Again, Colt fan, ask Charger fan. They'll tell you all you need to know about playoff Phillip. Now we'll go to our next game. Rams at Seattle. All right. Seahawks are favored by three. You know what that means. Vegas says you're at home. You get the three-point You get the three point rub. So basically they're calling it dang near a pick them. All right. Here's my problem. Oh, Rams. Ram fans. Your boy Vince right now is feeling it. He is feeling it right now. Okay, usually what I say when this goes to, when it's so close to this, I always say, if, it, if everything is equal, go with the better quarterback. All right, first and foremost, the problem is, is that I don't have any faith in Jared Goff whatsoever. All right. I want this guy to be good. You know I'm a Ram fan. You know I bleed the blue and gold, the Malibu blue and gold of the Rams. I love them. But I'm really scared. We don't even know if he's going to start. McVay is playing it very close to the vest. We find out game day. If Jared Goff starts. Either way. You know I think this game is going to be a nip tuck game. Seattle fans. 12th man. Worried about you guys. And your defense. Worried a lot. So. As a Ram fan. Here's what I'm going to do. Rams win if Goff plays. If he doesn't play. Rams lose. So, here's the deal. I think Rams win 23-20. Goff plays. I think Rams lose 22-20 if Goff doesn't. Aaron Donald is going to have to do it super big for them to win. Super big. And Jared Goff, as as, as a Rams fan, as a fan of... Being a rambling Rams family, join the Ramily. Jared, this is what I got to say to you. All right. But before I say it, I got to give a shout out. Shout out to my boy, Sean Donahue. This one is for you. Sean Donahue, you know who you are. And this one is for you. Jared Goff, I need you. To put on your Justin Fields pants. And be a super duper trooper. And go out there and win me a ball game. Win me a playoff game. And show me that you are the right quarterback. For the Los Angeles Rams. Jared. The money you make. You're in the la la. 
You got to show us something, baby. You got to give us a W. Can you do it? Jarrett, you wear number 16 on your chest because you are a Montana fan. Can you give us just a glimpse of that magic? So, Jared Goff, you be a super duper trooper and win us a ball game. But Seahawks fans, 12th man, you know what I say. Jared Goff plays, you lose. Jared Goff doesn't play, you win. All right. Now we move over to Tampa Bay and the Washington football team. All right. The district got in. Somebody had to win the NFC East. Well, great. You won, you're in, and now you are now sacrificed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady got the Bucs into the playoffs. We kind of knew it was coming, right? We predicted this on QP Sports Exchange before the year even started. Brady was in. Now it's time for him to make his run. You know, Brady and the Bucks in the playoffs has a nice ring to it, doesn't it, Buccaneers fan? Sorry for the terrible pun, but I had to get it in. So this is the end of the line for Rivera, Chase Young, and Alex Smith. They have been great feel-good stories in the league. There's a lot of adversity that had went through uh, that team this year. Rivera having cancer going through treatment, having the cancer subside. Alex Smith, well-documented what he went through with the leg and the surgeries and darn near dying and just didn't know if he was going to come back. That's a great story. Chase Young chasing quarterbacks like they stole something from him. All these are great stories. It's coming to an end. On Saturday, Brady and the Bucks are going to put it to them. Okay, so I got a lot of scores for you. They are not good, Chocolate City. The District, 28-10, to 33-7. These are the scores that came to my mind. So I believe, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the Bucks will cover the eight. Now, as far as the over-under is concerned, let's look at that a little bit. I see a team that I believe that they will go ahead and make adjustments after the first half. I think Chase Young is going to get to Brady. That's just what he does. That's in that boy's DNA. He gets after the quarterback. He's a difference maker. He has plenty of years of what... I can't believe he did that. Moments coming. Shots out to Chase Young. Shots out to the Ohio State University. Buckeyes, I see you. But make no mistake about it. Brady will make adjustments in the second half. And that game, will be, he will pull away from Washington. They just don't have enough offense to stay with them. The Buccaneers' defense is good. So, I just don't see a place where Washington can win. So they're going to lose. They're not going to cover. Buccaneers are definitely going to advance, no doubt. 
which leads us to Sunday's games. All right, Sunday's games, real big. Ravens are favored by three over the Titans. I'm going to have to roll with B more in this. Listen, Lamar Jackson, LJ, can't let us down, okay? This is your time, bruh. This is the revenge tour, okay? No more early exits for you. You learned your lesson from last year. I hope that this year is different for Baltimore. It's not that I don't like the Titans. Tennessee, another great year. And to tell you the truth, I think you can win this game. But if I'm making predictions, right? I always said that I didn't know if you can run it all the way. You here, Tennessee, you're going to get a chance to prove me wrong through this whole playoffs. If you run the gamut and get to the Super Bowl, you're going to be able to prove me wrong. Derrick Henry is a beast. 2,000 yards. Kudos to King Henry. Doing your thing. Glad you got the bag, bro. Shouts out to you. But, Titans fans, you're going to have to show it to me again. You're going to have to prove it to me again. I just don't think you can run the gauntlet with what you got. If you can, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. You know I don't hide. I made it even easier for me not to hide. I put it all on one deal. Question point pod network. Question point pod network.com. IG, Facebook, Twitter, all the same. You can find me. So Tennessee fans, you will have every right to tweet me and IG me and tell me how wrong I was on Sunday. But here's the deal. I won't be wrong. 27-24, Ravens win. Lamar Jackson gets the monkey off his back. Titans go to the drawing board. They're going to definitely need some more weapons to be able to figure out how they are going to get to the AFC mountaintop next year. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, this next game, (laughs) I don't even have a lot to say on it. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I think this is another stomp fest in Nolens. That's right. I said Nolens. That's New Orleans for everybody else. But in the Bayou, it's Nolens. So that Mercedes-Benz Superdome is going to be a house of horrors. I believe the Saints will beat the Bears handily. I believe that it's just it's just two different classes when it comes to the offenses. I believe that they need to get better protection if they're going to keep Mitchell Trubinsky in Chicago. I don't even know if that's a real thing or not. We'll see. But New Orleans is definitely moving on, and they're going to win by two touchdowns, 34-20. Easy peasy. Now for our last NFL game. Okay, so Steelers versus Browns. Rubber match, Pittsburgh. Are you ready? Cleveland, Ohio. Are you ready? This is it. This is the game. 
I'm excited about this game for a lot of reasons. Everybody knows who's been listening to the pod for a while. My mama is from Pittsburgh. She is black and gold all day, every day. We call her the four foot eleven white lady, aka mom, aka granny. I'm letting you know right now, I'm geek for this football game. All right. So both teams have a lot to prove. You know, one, Big Ben is back in the playoff. He's healthy. He's ready to go. But he's also seeing some of his um, contemporaries starting to drift into the sunset. We don't know if playoff Phillip last game is is Saturday. We don't know, but there are rumors that it could be. We have already heard that Drew Brees has told everybody this is his last ride. Shouts out to The Undertaker. That was a good documentary. Go to WWE Network and check out that documentary. Undertaker, The Last Ride was super dope. So we don't know if this is Breeze's last hurrah, but Big Ben must be looking at his own football mortality at this point. And he must know that times in the hourglass, the sands in the hourglass are running out. So he has a lot to prove Sunday. Browns fans, dog pound, how hyped are you? You are in the playoffs like I told you you would be. I told you. Look at the previews. That's all I got to say. The archives do not lie. That AFC North preview. I had the Browns in the playoffs. They made it scary for me. For a second. But they got in. With all the COVID stuff. And. With all the. Um non being able to be together in the Cleveland facility, you know, I'm just wondering how that's going to hinder implementing a game plan. Head coach is going to be out for the game. The, you know, the facility's closed due to COVID protocols. I mean, it's, it's a lot going on. So for me, I'm going to say this Browns fans, your future is bright. I am digging the brown and the and the uh, burnt orange back in the playoffs, back in relevancy, getting it, getting it, getting it spotlighted. I'm so hyped for you guys. I'm glad for the land because they, it's you guys deserve it. All right, but I got to roll with Pittsburgh. I just, I just think it's too much for you guys to overcome, Cleveland. So do not think this is a. Um, this is what I think of your program and what I think of your team. Because I think your team is on the come up. I believe in your boys. I just think this is way too much to overcome. And I think that Big Ben and Juju will be dancing and dancing by you. Steelers win 24-16. That's what I got to say about that. All right, we got one more game to talk about. And that game is the national championship game. Alabama roll tie. Saving and the boys 
who got all the off-season hardware, there's not a trophy they didn't win. Best quarterback, best lineman, best wide receiver, Heisman, player of the year, whatever category they were in it, and they were in it to win it. So we get to the final football game of the year. And we are excited about this bad boy right now. So, okay. We're so excited. Here we go. All right. College football championship game. Alabama. Ohio State. Roll Tide. Buckeye Nation. Let's get after it. Okay. So, both teams took a different way of getting here. A lot of people are uh, mad at Ohio State because they didn't play a bunch of games. Uh, Alabama played a whole season. Um Ohio State proved they belonged when they beat Clemson. Justin Fields proved that he is probably the second-best quarterback coming out in the draft. But you know what? I'm going with Bama. All right, Bama's favored by eight, I believe, in this uh, team a lot. That's a lot of points to give up to a very good Ohio State team. Okay. Now... Their offense has been historic, Alabama's. They're going up against a team that can bring it offensively and very dynamically on their end as well. Eight points is saying that Bama is really that good. And I'm telling you right now, Vegas knows exactly what they're doing. But the one thing that I want to talk about is this over-under. It's 75 points. Now, do you believe it's going to be the track meet that they're they're talking about? And I'm not saying that both these teams can't put up points. That's just a lot of points. That's a lot of points. That's upper 30s for both teams. Okay? All right? So, I'm looking at that over-under and going, you know what? Save him be out of his mind if he let 34 drop on his team. He will be literally losing his mind. He might choke the Aflac duck if Bama gives up 35 plus. But it is a possibility, right? In Bama, they definitely score points. So... Is there any way that Ohio State's defense can hold them to under what they average, which is like 49 a game? Notre Dame did, so I think Ohio State can as well. So what I'm looking for is this. I don't think that Ohio State can beat them. But I don't think that over is a is a locked deal. I like the under. I like the under 75. Give me the under. Now, as far as the game is concerned, I believe that Alabama will win this game. I'm sorry, Buckeyes fans. I know that's not what you wanted to hear. You went on a long, arduous road to get here. Games canceled. Team, I think teams were just scared of you, to, to be absolutely honest with you. I understand that COVID's real. I understand that there's a lot of people suffering. Some of, I think some teams used it as a, um, as a crutch as well. 
Uh, I'm sorry. I know, you know, looks bad on some of the programs, but I just had to say it. There are rumors out there, um, not just by me. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet said it. A couple of other people said it. So that's the elephant in the room that we got to deal with. But I just think that Alabama just has too much. Too much up front. Too much. Uh, I think that offensive line is stout. They can run. And I see a game where they don't get 49, but they don't get held to 28 either. So my final score is 38-30, Bama, roll tie, and the national championship goes to the Alabama Crimson Tie. All right, so that's the predictions. That's what's going down. Football Friday is coming to a wrap. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, checking it out, getting after it. Listen, download and subscribe. Rate and review on Apple. Get after it. We need it. We got to build this community. All right? QuestionPointPodNetwork.com Get you everything you need to know. Get you this pod. You can still go on iTunes. You can still go on Spotify. You can still go on Stitcher. You can still go on Amazon Music. But if you just want to get everything, just everything, go to QuestionPointPodNetwork.com. It's all there. The pods, the blogs, how you can get to me as far as IG, Twitter, Facebook, is all set. I want comments. I want comments on your team. I want to spotlight prep athletes, prep athletes in Los Angeles, prep, prep athletes in Wyoming. I want to spotlight you. Go to questionpointpodnetwork.com. Get after it. Come see me. All right? Twitter, hit me up, question point pod network. Okay? So that's what we're doing. We're doing it real big. It's under one umbrella now. And with that being said, I just want to let everybody know Happy New Year. I also want to let everybody know that I'm feeling good for 2021. I felt great and humble by 2020. But we're looking to move on. And keep it moving. 2021 is another big year for us. And we are so blessed to have you guys with us. So with that being said, be good to one another. Be good to yourself. And if you have the opportunity to be able to help out your neighbor, help out your fellow man, do so. You will be rewarded tenfold over. And with that being said, Football Friday is out. (laughs) 